Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Yes, You Are Brave. I'm your host, Pawnee, and I am super excited that you're here. I love that you show up every week, and I'm excited to bring you new things every week. So this week is going to be not quite as upbeat and happy as last week. Um, as life goes, sometimes, sometimes it's happy and sometimes it's not so happy. And I've had an experience this weekend kind of a big epiphany that I would like to share with you. So for the tiniest bit of context, without giving too many details, because um, some of the people involved are hoping for a little bit of privacy, but there is um, in my life and in my family a another hospice bed, for lack of a better, a better description. And it, it's not entirely um, a surprise. Uh, hospice came in last week, but the, the diagnosis and the, the things of what was happening health-wise came in a week or two before that. And I'm going to be honest with you, uh, last week I was just pissed. <laughs> um, I found out about hospice coming, needing to come in, and not that I was mad about hospice, but there was there was a lot to it, and I won't go into lots of details, but I was just angry. Um, I was mad about the how, um, because I realized that dying is part of life, I do, but the way that this person and who this person is, um, I was just angry about some things, and um, I've been trying to grow and trying to be more mature in how I handle my feelings in that I am, have really been trying to not hide from them. Just let them come, just let them come and feel them and then let them go. But here's the thing about this particular person. I haven't been able to let it go. I have just been angry. And every time I thought about it, every time I, anything, it just made me angry that someone, first of all, that I'm losing someone that I love and that somebody else that I love has to watch the people that they love all go the same way. And so I've been really angry. (laughs) And I got up yesterday morning and I got ready for church and I was sitting there eating breakfast and I had just been angry all morning. And I had been doing things that I don't normally do on a Sunday just to have something to do and to trying not just to try not to be so angry. And I was sitting there and my sister, she said, are you okay? And I, I said, no, I'm mad. I'm really mad. And she said, it's okay to be mad. And as we talked about it, she says, well, you know, you need to just feel the things and then let them go. And I said, I've been trying, but I feel like I just can't let this one go. And I realize and I acknowledge that there's a lot of things that this brings up. It's not just this this particular thing. Um, 
this particular hospice bed, I guess, that is in and of itself all the reasons that I am not happy or that I'm angry. They bring up a lot of other things like my father's hospice bed and my grandfather's and there's just a lot that come has come up. And I said, so I told my sister, I'm trying to let it go. I just can't seem to let it go. Just can't seem to just let it go. And she said, well, maybe you need to feel it some more then. And I thought, oh, okay, she's probably right. So when it came time to go to church, um, I got my stuff and I went, I went and got in my car to go to church and I didn't really want to go to church, to be honest. I wanted to just curl up in my bed and be angry at the world and cry and stuff. But I felt like I need to go to church because I need to, to deal with some of these things. Now, maybe a little bit more of needed background. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And we have beautiful beliefs about families being able to be together forever and being able to see those that we love again in the next life. And it is a wonderful and it is a beautiful and a very comforting doctrine. But (laughs) that doesn't really change the hurt that you feel in the here and now when you lose somebody. And when I was losing my father, I was angry. Um for a lot of reasons. I was angry. And my sister and I were also talking about this yesterday, that anger is part of the grieving process. But it's also one of the most difficult parts of the process because you don't feel like you should be angry. You don't feel like that's something you should feel. And also, it's really hard to, because you also feel like there's nobody to be angry at. Right? Because the person that you're losing or that you've lost, chances are they didn't want to go. It was not really something that they wanted. And it's not their fault. It's not my, it's not my father's fault that he got cancer. It's not this other person's fault that they are dying. And so when my father passed away, it was, well, when he was sick and, um, it was clear that he was not going to make it. When my dad was sick, I was angry, of course, and there was nowhere for it to go. Couldn't be angry at my dad. I was finding myself pushing the anger a little bit towards all the people that were at the house, but it wasn't really their fault either. They were just trying to spend time with dad like I was. And the only place that I found for my anger to go was up. And for the first time in my life, When my dad was sick, I allowed myself to be angry with God. Not necessarily because I blamed him or because I was particularly mad at him, but there was nowhere else for it to go. And somebody not too long before that happened said, you know, it's okay to be angry with God because he can handle it. And so that was the first time I'd ever allowed that. So yesterday as I'm driving to church, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about being angry and having nowhere else for it to go. And again, it wasn't even like a blame thing. It was more of just, I need to be able to be angry. I need to be able to feel this. I need to be able to have this experience. And then I need to be able to let it go because I'm tired of being angry. 
and I'm tired of being upset. And then I realized, also realized on my way to church yesterday that there were some things that I hadn't processed like that. Um, they weren't necessarily deaths, but they were changes in my life. They were things that still needed to be grieved, even though they weren't deaths, that I hadn't even realized. So I got to church, and I sat down, and I pulled out my little notebook, and I started writing, and I allowed myself to be angry. And I was angry to the point of tears, um, like straight up angry to the point of tears. And I, I let him fall, and I let myself be angry, and I sat there in church, and I was angry the whole time. Not necessarily at anyone, but I just let myself be angry. And I let myself imagine sitting there with the Lord and with Christ and just being angry. And I felt like they were not upset with me. (laughs) They were not disappointed in me. That they were just there. Because I realized that when, when the Lord asks for us to come to him, he doesn't tell us to bring just the pretty parts. Or the nice feelings he says to come. No, no, no qualifiers. Christ has come unto me. And so I came and I just sat there and I was angry. And it was interesting and it was almost like I I had this imagining of me sitting there with Christ and maybe my dad even and and this anger just burning. Um, as a kid, we had a, a, a wood-burning stove, and we just sit there and watch it all the time, just watch the fire burn. And that was kind of how I imagined this going, is just this anger that I was trying to hold back, and I was trying to let it, to smother it, I guess. And it would not be smothered. So finally, I feel like I just was like, okay, fine, let's just let this, let's let this sucker burn. And so I I did. And yesterday, as I sat there and I I let it burn, I let the anger, I stopped trying to hold on to it and just let it go. And it burned and it bubbled and it grew and I cried and I wrote furiously in my little journal all of the things all of the reasons I was mad, all of the the things I felt I couldn't say out loud, I wrote them all down. And I let that, that anger burn. And I let it get bigger and bigger and hotter. And then you know what happened? It started to die down. Because eventually, fires run out of fuel. And they start to die down. And by the time, and granted, we have two hours of meetings on Sundays. Um, By the end of the two-hour block, or just about, I felt peace. Um, I felt like I had accomplished something because I had sat with that anger. And I let it be. I would let it burn and burn itself out. Now, I've talked about this before, how feelings don't go away when we ignore them. They just sit there and they wait for us. And I think anger is one that isn't particularly 
dangerous to just shove under the rug because it just builds up fuel for this fire that is eventually going to be massive and potentially so, so destructive. But if we let it burn a little bit at a time, we take the time and we're brave enough to sit with our anger and really feel it. I know I had a roommate that said, you know, I really am trying to just feel my feelings to sit with them and really feel them. I didn't quite understand what she meant at the time, but to sit with your feelings, to sit with your anger and be angry. I feel like anger is one of those ones we're always trying to control. We're always trying to harness. We're always trying to pull it back. And we do need to control our anger. We do need to control the actions that accompany our anger. But I think sometimes we need to find time, whether it's by ourselves in a closet or with a therapist or at church or out in nature or screaming in our car, somewhere we need to find time to sit with our anger and be angry. Not to stay angry, but when we're angry, we need to let ourselves be angry. And we need to let that fire burn And then we need to let it die. Because when we let it burn, it gets the attention that it needs. It takes care of what's going on to some extent. Burns out all of that crap. And then if we let it die, then it's done. Then it's over. And we can really, truly find peace when we do that. And that was seriously the epiphany that I had yesterday when I decided to, I decided to sit with my anger and let it have a voice, let it rage for a few minutes, or in my case, it was a little longer than a few minutes, but to feel it in whatever ways that it wanted to be felt. And then I was able to let it go. So I would challenge you, and I know this is a little bit heavier of a subject, but I think that, but sometimes life is heavy. And ignoring that life is heavy doesn't make it any lighter. So I would challenge you this week to, I'm going to challenge you this week to be brave and to take a few minutes and sit with your anger. Let it burn and let it burn out not just let it burn because we can't just let a fire burn uncontrollably but if we take the time and we set aside some time and some space and maybe we approach our our higher power and say I need you to sit with me and let this burn I need you to be the firefighter to help me put it out when it when it's ready and let it burn. Then we can let it burn out and then we can move forward. And I'm going to be honest, this didn't change the big picture outcome. The person that I love is still on hospice. He's still going to die. But for now, I am no longer angry about it. Chances are I will be angry about it again. But for now, I have found peace. And I think that's all that we can really hope for is moments of peace and clarity 
in this world of complete and total chaos. But you are worth the effort to take the time and the energy to sit with your anger and let it burn and let it burn out because you you deserve to not feel angry all the time. You deserve to find peace. And a lot of times peace is on the other side of anger. And as cliche as it sounds, maybe it's one of those things that the only way around is through. So sit with your anger. Let it rage and then let it pass. Go to your church, whatever that is, if it's an actual church or if it's a car or it's out in nature. Sit with your higher power and let that fire rage and then leave that anger at church. Because you deserve the peace that comes from leaving the anger. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for tuning in. I would love to hear what you think about this particular topic. Let me know at Finding Pawnee on Instagram. And if you could leave a review, that would be lovely. And remember that you are wonderful and you are amazing and you are worth every effort that it takes to be brave. And yes, my friend, you are brave. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and the link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.